Hello everyone, I'm Dr. Michael Katchmar. I'm Tyler. And I'm Sean. And this is Lifeguards Off-Duty with Dr. Michael Katchmar, the Jersey Shore number one lifeguard themed video podcast. Watch us on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook Live. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever streaming service you prefer. If you would like to contact us, send an email to drkatchmar at icloud.com. Follow us on Instagram at lg.association. All right, let's get started. Let's start the show. Let's do it. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Michael Katchmar. Welcome to Lifeguards Off Duty with Dr. Michael Katchmar. Today's date is January the 4th, the year of our Lord, 2022. New year. And uh, thank you for everyone for uh, watching us today and tuning in. We have some special guests today from Lavalette, uh, New Jersey, which is a beach about a mile and a half north of uh, Seaside Heights. We have um, uh, uh, Benny. Hello, everybody. Thank Benny. you for having me, Shoes. No, and that's Tyler next to him. Obviously, people recognize Tyler. I'm on the mini mic today. The mini mic, yeah, he's uh, demoted. Uh, <laughs> he was a bad boy uh, last time. And we have uh, Joey Casino. Hey, Joe, thank you for coming. And uh, we have Sean here. Hello. So, so today, uh, what did I just drop? So today, we, uh, we, our guests, we're gonna, they're gonna, t- you know, talk about their days in, in, in uh, Lavalette, their former lifeguards, uh, or well, you're still working. So, you, both of you still working? I'm still working. Okay, so they're still working. So, but they have, you know, other jobs too now. So, it's not, it's not seven days a week, Part like, like me and, and, and most of our guys. Right. So, so anyway, so let's start with uh, our guests. And um, so Benny, uh, who wants to start Benny or Joe, who wants to start? How long have you guys been working? Both yeah. Uh, let's start. Wasn't too involved last summer, but it would have been 11 years. So I was, I was 10. When you, okay. So you started when you were 16, 16. Or? Yeah. 2011. The first year was. Okay. Were you in the uh, junior lifeguard program? I was not. No. Okay. So how did you get to Lavalette? Like, how'd you? Yeah. So I, uh, I grew up swimming for the Ocean County YMCA. And for us, pretty much the entire swim team is extremely standard where you turn, you turn 16. Everybody's first job is to go be an ocean lifeguard. You know, uh, as far as how I ended up in Lavalette, I think I was between that town and uh, Midway. Uh, the captain at the time lived down the block from me. So uh, I think I tried out at Midway first and Lavalette. Uh, Lavalette called back. I got hired there. Uh, I think my main goal really was to go to some town. I didn't know many people, you know, to make new friends. Now, wait, wait, wait. Did, did this casino, Joe Casino and Jack, they, did they know that Lavalette wasn't your first love? No, no. Walked in, <laughs> no they in do. Not saying, not, okay, well, you just shouted out on yeah. <laughs> no, 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 man. No, no, that's, you know, when you have it, I think that you had uh, influence that, you know, a uh, guy lived next door to you. That was good. So you got on the beach and then. That's about it, you know, and uh, went, you know, didn't know many people. Worked out pretty well, given that this guy is now my roommate, you know, (laughs) 12 years later. But uh, I loved it, you know, it's still still am involved, just not really there every weekend anymore. Right. So let's 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 talk to Joey now. So, Joey, when you know, when did you start? How did you get involved in Lavalette? Were you in the junior lifeguard? I think I think Joe started October twenty fourth, nineteen ninety four. If I'm correct. Well, well I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something because I'm gonna stop here. I remember when Joey was a little boy, and I, I was in Lavalette, and I and your dad says, "What? You know, we worked out, and then he goes, do 'Why don't you go ride some waves? Take Joey out and ride some waves because I think he had to do something.' So I mean, I mean, so I remember when you were a little, little tiny. You know, I don't is know. this is this guy like your uncle? Uh, Basically, right? Yeah, uh, I mean, I remember when he was you know tiny. Back. Well, I remember when he was born. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I've been doing it. So I've been at Lava Lit for 12 years now. Uh, if I do it this summer, it'll be my 13th year. Six years sit and stand, six years as a sergeant with Ben. And now I'm just one of those weekend warriors because, you know, big boy job. I work finance in New York now. So it's, it's tough to find that balance, but I still try to do it as much as I can. How I got started, uh, I don't think I had the choice in the matter to go to Lavalette. My whole entire family works there. They still work there. My father, my uncle, uh, cousins, sisters, you name it. A casino is there at all times. Uh, and to Shoes' point, I, they had me running around the beach at five years old, and my dad would just leave me, and I would just meet all the lifeguards. They'd all teach me different tricks, boards, boats. I started very young, which I, I think obviously helped with my progress, progression. So when it was my time to start doing it, I was a little ahead of the curve, met my boy Benny over here, and, and the rest was history. Wow. So, did, did, listen, did your sister, did Julie work on the beach? Julie worked on the beach. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, so, so, she's a um, physician. She's an allergist, you know. And uh, uh, so, Jackie's the captain now. So, your uncle is the captain. Yes. And, uh, wow, that's, 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 that's a long lineage there. So, we were talking the other day about um, the uh, – um, what is it? The Red Bull uh, thing that you did. Oh, and, and, yeah. And so but we wanted to ask what one of the things that Tyler was asking is like, how how did you had did they come up to you? Like, how that how that happen? Because that's a first of all, that's a beautiful people. We oh, should yeah. you know reference that. And um, we could probably show. Yeah, yeah show, just pull it up a little bit. But while, while we're talking about how did that how did that who wants I, to talk about it? I Benny? think the progression is twofold. And one, it starts with the competition, which Benny got us involved in that. Atlantic City competition they did the Red Bull you got in and then the second piece will pivot to me um and how I got involved with them to do a piece of my family but Ben you can talk about the competition so how how did so you were down there you were the first person that interfaced with Red Bull yeah I remember um I think it was maybe five or six years ago it started uh we were on a lunch break and it was me and this guy Brian Barr who lifeguarded there at the time uh really good really good tournament guy and uh we had seen on Instagram uh, uh, as you're watching the highlight right. reel can here, you, yeah. Can you put it up uh, for us? We're going to show this right now. No, this is it. Uh, are we are we still full screen now? Uh, yeah. Oh, there we are. So you uh, still get talk while we'll let it go for a while. You I started Lavalette going to DC <laughs> for the Red Bull tournament? No, no. So uh, it was probably about five years into competing. Uh, so how we found out about it was uh, the Jetty Life, pretty you know common surfwear brand around here, had posted about being a main sponsor of the event. And at first we were like, is this like legitimate or not? If they would have heard about it, you know, by now. So I just started passing info along other beaches around us, and they were like, this is new. It's a first time thing. You know, hopefully we can make a pretty big competition out of it. And we showed up and. From there on out, I mean, it was an awesome, awesome experience. Wow, wow. Yeah. I can tell you, this is so This is so well done, so well produced. It's amazing. It really is. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. That, from there, what happened was we did the competition. And the first year they had that competition, they did the video on the Funk Brothers and that family down south and how they're an amazing rowing family and their father started it. And the two brothers were so good at rowing, they had to split beach patrols so they could compete against each other. So that was the first family who got – their kind of premiere video and they did a little piece on Harvey Cedars too. The next year they reached out to me, my family, they heard about our lineage. They wanted to obviously do another hype piece for the second year of that tournament. Obviously I'm going to say yes to that. Um, so they actually came up, they did the video, this video that they did. It was pretty interesting how they did it. They filmed us for seven hours wow. for a three minute video. Wow. wow. It was a lot, uh, but they only sent in two guys. I, and I'll never forget this. They were both, kind of had their own piece to the puzzle. One was the Red Bull representative. He was more the business guy, told us what he wanted to hear us say, topics to discuss, uh, makeup, contracts, you name it. 
the other guy worked for people magazine for 10 years before that. And he was the cinematography guy. So all these like edits and cuts and camera angles, I think he really was the magic to it. Uh, that's all him. Those, those shots in the boat, were they using a GoPro? No, he was using, he actually, that was a funny story. Did 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 you take him on a ride? But out of his mind, he had this, I would say $10,000 camera and he goes, I want it. Like, I want to go in with. Well, no. Also, he turns yeah. he turns shoes to Scott Darby, and he goes, you know, how risky is it me coming out in the boat with you guys, putting this thing in there? And you know, you got Scott. He's like, oh, you're you're good. <laughs> so, so before before we move on, because that's the second time you've called Cashmark shoes. What what is the shoes thing? Um, Joe can probably give shoe-me? more context than I, but uh, I think I probably first met him my second or third year of lifeguarding of uh, you shoes coming around to work out with us, and I was like, who is that guy? And I think. Uh, Joe's Joe's description was always he's a podiatrist who gives the best pedicure <laughs> you ever heard of. <laughs> yeah, so so it's funny because it's funny because when we went to when we left Lavalette and we went up to State Park, uh, the captain there was his last name was Handshoe, so they called him Shoes. My principal for a short shoe, time, but they called him Shoe, and yeah. so they, you know, and Joe was up there, you know, Joe Casino, your dad, uh, you know, Joe's dad, and he would. Um, he would, uh, somebody would say, Joe would call me, hey, hey shoe, shoes. And then the captain would, wouldn't know it was him, him or I. So, and we got a little confusing. Yeah, that's, that's only kind of at Lavalette. Nobody really says that at, at you know, at, uh, at, uh, we just uh, call sites. it cash. Cash. That's just, just abbreviated <laughs> cash bar. I like that one too. Yeah, I like so, it. They all fit his, yeah. his persona. Yeah, so, so, so that, did that. that. That was how long ago was this, was this Red Bull? Joey? That was when I was going to be, that was released my senior year in college. So, 2016 almost four or five years yeah. then and it's Six nice years. to have especially for my my dad and my uncle you know as they're getting older they won't be able to do it for as long but they'll be able to show that to their grandkids great-grandkids something to kind of continue that lineage going moving forward for the family yeah and there was some drama surrounding that event uh the first year and the years following actually it's a pretty good story um with uh, guarding the the female rowers oh yeah. my goodness so yeah. what happened tell us what went down yeah what, what, what so was- all over the state, I think rowing capabilities vary. Uh, down the more south you go, the better they get. And the more south you, south you go, the girls are phenomenal at rowing down there because they get them in the boat very young, very early. Um, and so girls were initially supposed to row in the Red Bull tournament. It was part of the rule. Uh, you had two legs, so all four people had to row. It was and, a pretty simple format. It was like a swim relay, paddle relay, row relay, Ironman, you know, three guys, one girl team, you know, yeah. and, and that was the, the setup at first. Right, right. And, uh, you know, uh, I guess some, some teams took exemption to it uh, as to having uh, the danger of having a female on a boat. Whoa, whoa, slow down now. What, what, they, why is there a danger? I don't get that. Because you know, they I don't mean, think they were that good or that confident or that qualified. Uh, or, there, there never was uh, an actual uh, allegation. Yeah, of, of who took exemption to it and who thought, you know, they ooh, wouldn't be okay. You know, ooh, but, ooh. but ultimately the, the format got shifted to where after the four leg swim, four leg paddle, it'd be a run, row, run, row. So it'd be two, uh, two row legs and two runs. We're a monkey wrench in there, you know, because some uh, some teams champion themselves based upon their their, their rowing across right, the right, board. Right. We wanted so, a female rower. We had a really good female rower at the time. Shout out Nicole. Shout out yeah. Nicole Castronova. Um, just like a female rower with like really good technique is probably better than having another guy our size. 
So it makes the boat so much lighter. Not necessarily. No, Some of these girls are pretty. It's ironic. Know, big. So, so this. Not fat. <laughs> no, 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 no. They're not fat. No, 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 no. No, see, you're taking it the wrong way. I can tell you right now. I, I you know, I, I've trained with these girls. They're, they're ain't an ounce of fat on them, but they're as big as brown. They're, they're big. No, they're, yeah, you know, shoes. All, all when I say saw, big. Cash bar. If I saw a girl as big as Jesse Brown, I oh, would. I can tell I you run. what. Go to Denmark. Oh, I. Do you see Virginia? Six five two fifty. Do you see? Yeah. Do you see Virginia? Well, they're pretty they're 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 i mean there's some there's some tough athletes and they're, they ain't an ounce of fat on but yeah so, so shoes I, I can back you up there right so i mean there's always like the the north first south jersey divide with regards to competition mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm, it's, it's mm -hmm. in good fun you know everyone's right. there to do their job right, as far right. as you know when you're lifeguarding right. but competition wise and uh the past two or three years i think longport has dominated yes. the, the tournament and the reason being is in the finals, uh, every single team competing always has their female leg either swim or paddle and always has two males in the boat. But Longport has had a girl who's a D1 rower compete in the boat past three years and they've blown out the competition. There I mean, you go. Like, I there mean, you kill go. them by, you know, five, ten boat lengths. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I want to throw something out because, you know, I've been doing this for 30 over plus years. And in the beginning, there weren't too many females in on the beach patrols. And over the years, I've watched it change. And I can tell you, from my personal experience working on the beach, uh, they could do the job physically, no doubt about it. But as far as lifeguarding, they're just as good, if not better. I mean, you know, we, 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 we got girls on our beach who are, who are so tough. And uh, as far as the competition goes, I think that um, I, I would not – I would anybody who thinks that their uh, second rate is 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 crazy it shows man this girl yeah. she is an animal you know yeah. i mean she she competes with those those right. guys in north and south jersey when she's right. running right. because you know i think there's a perception with, with anything it's brute strength a lot of you know we, we i've seen guys swimmers who we got a guy who was on our beach uh, fogarty actually he's still around if you look at him he looks like a 90 pound weakling he was a um a rescue swimmer for the coast guard the guy, the guy came down. He, he's like, I don't know, he's in his 40s now. D during Hurricane Surf this summer, right? He came down and uh, I think he had a couple cocktails. He goes, I'm going out. I'm like, go ahead. He was out there. He, he, he couldn't drown if you, if you, if you put a, a weight around his leg, you know? So looks are just, you never could go by how somebody looks. It's talent. It's, you know, how, how you know, cardiovascular, um, uh, you know, uh, expertise and also technique. So, technique, you know. I think is a big, I mean, Ben and I have gone up against these monsters from Atlantic city in the past and ocean city. And we were 17, 18 years old. These guys were 35 and, and we were able to beat them uh, to your point, technique and stamina. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, but it's, it, it goes both ways. So some of it, if you, it's not, it's also over the years, I've seen it where the, some of the better, better rowers uh, were older because there's a lot, you know, you, you could develop that technique over time. You know, a lot of times you don't see it. And again, everything's changing. But back going from my my history, it was always the older guys old, uh, that were better at the rowing because, you know, they had that that's that, that technique down. But anyway, so that was good. So it was a little controversy. So that. Uh, yeah. So, well, well I, I just hope we continue to see more and more uh, girls in, in competition. You can only hope now that that team is one with a girl in the boat the past few years that they'll start to maybe cater the, the rules back to what they were first originally supposed to be. But. You ain't gonna hold the girls back. I can tell yeah. you that right now. It has nothing to do with what what anybody wants to happen. It's going to happen, and no. the girls are gonna make it happen, no, no matter what. Because they're coming out, man. Like I got Ava. You know, she's on a beach. That's Virginia's granddaughter. We got her. She's eight years old. She's almost as tall as I am. She's a monster. She'll be. She was there this summer. I'm gonna have her back down in Lavalette. Yes. You know, she's 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 ready to fit in the boat. She's done, you know done buoy swims. 
And, uh, uh, you know, so she, she's, she's going to be an animal. So, you, you know, you start them that young, you're not going to hold them back. And yeah. they're going to be good, you know, real good. So, go ahead. What, what, um, what's, so after the Red Bull, what ha- so how many tournaments have you been with Red Bull now? Um, I think I competed in four, if I'm correct. I competed in four, and they've stopped it since. So we did all four of them. Was, and it, then, was it stopped due to COVID? COVID, well. Yeah, I think last year was the only year they didn't hold it. And then the one year they stopped it halfway for the weather conditions. Yeah, that's right. There was like thunderstorms rolling through. So it was through, almost so. like 3.5 years, I'd give it. And then thunder came in, and the waves were big, so they stopped it. And then COVID, COVID. It's cool, though. You know, normally tournaments you're competing for a plaque and there they have like giveaway you know, cash prize big money van dines and money and mm-hmm. jet skis and yeah wow wow what right, was the most how to throw an event for sure mm-hmm. what was the top purse what was uh, the time okay like ten thousand, huh wow. Ooh. we got to get a team in that yeah wow yeah we're jealous we don't we don't have a, a tournament team at all we this where this is so interesting for us because neither of us have ever competed yeah why why is that choose why doesn't uh well yeah heights of a tournament back, back in the day they did i'm talking about you know when they first started out you know i don't, I, I don't know maybe the 30s 40s but then they did it in, in internal i think what from what you know from when i started in the 70s uh, with john boyd um we 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 would get busy so early you know we had just huge huge crowds and you know the other beaches like your guys back you know 30 years ago that was a sleepy town. I mean, you, you didn't have to open up that beach until Labor Day and you closed the 4th of July. I mean, um, Labor Day, you opened up and, and I'm excuse me. Yeah. Um, I got you. 4th of July, you opened up, excuse yeah, me. Yeah. 4th of July, you opened up, you closed on Labor Day. Sorry. But our beach is, it's, it's crazy. You know, and I think a lot of other beaches, um, you, you know, had the same scenario, but then what they did is they decided to have the tournaments and you got to hire, we would have to hire another 10, 15 guys or yep. p- people. And I, I think they decided it's just too much of a hassle and it was like e- easier just to, you know, lifeguard and, and deal what we had to do. Uh, there wouldn't be, we'd have to get there in so, in, so early in the morning. It's not an excuse. I'm just telling you why it happened that way. We've championed it. We would love to have, that's one of the reasons why what I did when I worked in Seaside, I would sneak over to Lavalette. I, you know, I'd, yep. I'd, I'd be in, in, you know, try to be in some of the tournaments. And then when uh, the guys from Lavalette went up to uh, State Park, I went up there and I had my own locker up there and I would compete up there. So I tried to do as best as I can. So it, yeah, I, we, we talked about having a row race. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I want to have, I want to put together, I was talking to your dad about that, about having a, uh, like a two mile, three mile Van Dyne, strictly Van Dyne ocean race. You have your it. swim every year still, right? What's that? You have your swim every year still, right? Well, not since COVID. Yeah, okay. COVID, COVID. Yeah, yeah but, but we, what, I, what I would love to do, and again, we, it may happen. I, again, I, I'm going to try to put it together. And it'd be one of my, uh, you know, bucket list is to have a, establish a Seaside Heights row. And um, I don't know what we'll call it, maybe John Boyd or whatever, maybe, you know, Al Ayers, but it would be really great. Casino Pier Classic. Yeah, something. And because, you know, we have, the, we have to, you know, you could do it early in the morning. You know, I guys, put a lot of thought into this. Yeah. Well, yeah. And and uh, we would love to do that. I, so that might be something to. You, you guys have a, a great intramural team thing going on. Yes. Uh, that seems sick. What, what's the deal so, with this? That's a good story. So yeah, tell the backstory I'll there. Tell the backstory. Yeah. So inner squads, we call it, and it was going mm. on for years and years. Um, old. I've history. seen the videos of yep. you talking with the Thank, cans. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, get, I'll get to that. So it was before our time. Benny and I—they've been doing it for years. They have trophies, yes. and, and you know it, it makes everyone get involved, and it's a great thing. Every so Sunday morning, if, you show up early. Every Sunday compete. morning, and if you're not on that tournament team, you know Benny and I were lucky enough to be you know good tournament guys in our day. But for those guys and girls who weren't, it gave them a reason to work out and practice. So they're still a part of something. So 
one year when Benny and I were still younger, there was, you want to tell the fight story? There was this big fight. Yeah, so, out. I mean, it's, it's with good reason you, you hold the boat really off until the end of the summer, you know, because you can't have 16 year old kids who are a week into the job, you know, rowing a boat. Yeah. And uh, it's always uh, synonymous with hurricane season. So the boat relay in August gets moved to the bay. Uh, for some odd reason, the, the person who was in charge of putting the event together does a box row in the bay, which is doesn't bode well. Like a bunch of teams start locking oars. Uh, one team grabbed a young kid's oars, threw them out into the bay. They commandeered your vessel. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, all's fair in love and hey, life. Yeah. That's what they say. So the team captain came walking out like they got in a fist fight in the middle of the water. And in the bay, of course, pedestrians wow. walking by. And, wow. uh, and that was the end so, of it. So yeah. Bob Tremolin was the captain at the time. He called the whole thing off. So when Ben and I became sergeants, one of our initiatives, we wanted to bring it back. What, what year were you guys when the when the fight happened? We were 18 years 18, old. 19. Okay. And yeah. then we were sergeants at 21. I remember that summer because it was my first summer being 21. It was not good <laughs> fun too. You know, they, they didn't actually fight each other. They were just wrestling, yeah. you know, pissed off. So to your point, we um, saw the good in it. Again, it, it gives these kids a something bigger than themselves, something to work for, something to get excited about on the weekend. So, and then me being me, I make theatrics out of everything. So we established this draft night. So we had a draft night when we filmed it, we put it on social media and then we did post game interviews and preseason interviews. And it, it just gets the whole beep patrol excited about something and it, and it makes it, a bit bigger than yourself. I missed the draft builds. night, but that sounds draft that sounds night great. was uh, a good time. We had yeah, a, say the least. Say the least. There's a couple of beverages involved, and people make poor picks, and because of those beverages, <laughs> and they resent uh, the rookie they picked because yeah, of it. Exactly. You uh, you wake up the next day and you're like, "What did I just do?" <laughs> Looking at the draft results, but it's uh, it just gets everyone more involved. It builds a sense of community of the beach patrol. It gives the kids something to talk about, and that's why Ben and I thought it was a great idea to bring it back. I think it's great. Well, let me let me throw. So what what I remember from you know being in Lavalette and and I, you guys still have it, but you have the uh, at the end of the summer you have West Point Island paddle. You have so I'm going to tell you what these you know so these guys so you have the West Point uh, so they you paddle around the West Point Island and it's and West Point Island is noted for its greenheads. So while you're ro- while you're paddling, excuse me, and you can't you can't stop. You have got like twenty flies biting your skin. Right. And yeah. you go around the island. Then you have the West Point Island row. And then the other thing would be the mile swim. You got it. So talk, it's just, you know, so uh, you guys compete in that multiple times. Just tell people what that is, because I think that is so neat. And that's so that's one of that's a very that's a unique thing to have. And, and you guys are so lucky to have that. So so Benny, you want to you know, say so tell everybody what you know, how yeah, that, it's that, the uh, the triple each. crown, so to say, you know, so end of the summer. Uh, come August, all the guards always compete in those three main categories. You know, mile swim. I think it's like a this, mile and no, a half j- paddle. Just to make it, it's just just to so our audience understands. This is just your beach, just, just the guards, yeah. right? Just the yeah, lifeguards. It's like uh, right. one week, right. it'll be like a Monday morning swim. You know, Wednesday morning paddle, then Saturday morning row. You know, and right. uh, same thing as the inner squad. Just brings about good intramural competition. You know, it's something to look forward to. All summer train towards, you know, if you right. win all three, you're a triple crown winner. Right, right. So I, I, I did it once and uh, more than once, but there was, you guys bought a boat from Seaside. They bought this old, like 1969 Van Dyne. It weighed about 900 pounds, right? Is it, is it heavier than our dock boat right it, now? It's brutal. So Bob, you know, busting our ass, we, you know, Joe and I, his father, were going to row and compete. 
So Bob gave us that boat. <laughs> just so you can't wait. So, just a, handicapped. Just handicapped. handicapped like. <laughs> Yo, you, you grew up watching this guy work out. Is he as much of a savage oh, as I worked he out. I worked out with him. Um, you still got it. No, no, it. I told about back then. Back well, the day, well back he, you know what day. made me good? You know what made me good? I tell you what made me good. I had it. I had a, I had it. His dad. I had to work out with his dad. So you know, just to stay halfway behind him. You know, yeah, I mean, we used to do ten mile row runs. You know, we'd row. I mean, we would back, work out. Yeah. So my old man is a freak of nature, if you don't know him. Um, and we he had his own workout named after him at La Valette, the Fage. Remember that? And he run, it's like a run a jetty, swim a jetty, swim out to a buoy, run. It, it, he made it up. It, you've won a puke every time you do it. That He's just a workout freak. Um, but back to that, he, he, he even competes in this Triple Crown uh, every summer. And I guess the theme of it all is La Valette has these traditions. And I think that's what makes us – special as a beach patrol and these types of traditions again builds camaraderie right, which i right. think the more you take pride in what you're doing the more you realize it's something bigger than you the better the kids you know the more seriously they take it the more seriously they take it the better lifesavers they become it, it only takes like a quick glance to understand how deep the culture runs with you guys yeah well lavalette's lavalette's an old beach patrol it's been there for many, many years. I mean, if you go there and look at their headquarters, you got pictures. When did the Beach Patrol start, Joey? Do you remember what year? Or 50, Benny? Not no. older than Ocean Grove. I know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You guys go back. before Seaside Heights. Yeah. <laughs> no, Lafayette has a, a long lineage. And one thing that I know from our perspective is that, you know, one thing that I, I got to say is that for, it's definitely now, and even back in the day, all the beaches around us, I mean, you got, you know, Seaside Park's been quality. You know, you have Lafayette. Or, Ortley's always been. Now, Ortley about that who that wasn't that your kind of like nemesis for a long time you're you know back in your dad's day wasn't ortley beach your like i don't know arch enemy or i, love, you know, I but, love the rivalries right who who like all this competition who i mean if your dad talks about it who was the number one patrol that you guys always or, or, or the one that I you always think it changes by generation yeah that's what i'm gonna say so i think there was an ortley day i think there was even a little seaside park rivalry that went on with bob tremolin i think oh then, yeah 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 right yeah, and then yeah. i think for us ben our biggest rival when we were in our heyday so harvey, harvey cedars no question yeah, harvey cedars yeah. and us uh, oh i because I, I remember in, your, in your, like when your, i competed with your dad it was it was it was it was definitely ortley ortley was tough and sandy hook you know sandy and uh, sandy hook those those guys were tough too but you know i tell you a real quick story i don't know if your dad ever told you about it we used to go down to I don't know, maybe, may, maybe twice. Uh, so it wasn't really many times, but we go down to Hollywood beach in the winter and compete. And it wasn't just us. It would be, you know, they had an invitation and it was uh Lavalette went down um, Asbury park. I'm trying to think who else. And it was, it, it was, it was me, your dad and this guy named Joe, Joe, not Valente, Joe, Joe, Joe will come to me. Joe, 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 he's worked <laughs> down in South America. You know, he, your dad's always talking about him. Uh, he, he, um, he, but we went down there and we, we actually, uh, placed, uh, tied for last. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there was the three of us. And, you know, we were, we were there at the, the day and this is a big tournament. This is like their, their last big tournament, you know, and we didn't care. We know we were, you know, we were just three of us. We had no equipment or anything. So we're at, they had a party at night and nobody was drinking. Everybody's, you know, trying to stay you know, uh, ready for the next day. We're like, you know, we, we're yeah, staggering. <laughs> so, so Living in the moment, so they, they, they gave, um, Joe was going to do the paddleboard. And I remember they brought out a, a paddleboard and the skeg, right. 
they go, oh, you got to be careful. It's going to fall out. And, and they gave us a matchbook cover, a match, you know, like you rolled it up and it held the skeg in place. Yeah. That's what they gave us. But what we did is this. And I, and I, I can say this live. They're going to they're going to uh, we and you say anything goes with with life grinding. So what we did is uh, me, Joe, your dad and the other Joe swam out. Right. Just, you know, when you just to get warmed up in the more, you know, in the beginning and had the flags out there and the flags are held by concrete blocks individual yeah. and you could see the water it's so clean down here mm-hmm. we dove down and pushed the block about 20 feet towards the <laughs> yeah. towards the beach yeah. <laughs> right so the old saying a little, little handicap a little, a little handicap <laughs> the old saying is all fair all is fair in so, love and life so because when because when, we had the leg and we're you know i had to swim out and wait for those because i was the first you know you, you that you tag and you go in and we're sitting there and i'm like 20 feet in and people are like what's you know what's that all about so you know nobody cared because we were last so if we if we did take a, uh, anything we would have got yelled at but so we, we used to do that but that that was really that, so your rivalry was was i would say harvey cedars and we also there's also bromances too so one of our bromances was brigantine we <laughs> us and them just clicked we got along we would uh, hang out with them after the, all the tournaments so there's rivalries there's bromances and uh, to again the point i think competition is very important for a beach patrol mm-hmm. uh it builds that sense of pride, you know, I'm a 16 year old, you see your beach patrol winning, you're in the newspapers, you're kind of thinking, wow, this is, this is a big, lot of fun. I, I want to be a part of that. So how's that also, work for you guys? Because, you know, I see in your social media all the time, you guys train pretty hard, but you don't necessarily have yeah, like we that. Just, we just work out and go on rescues. Pretty mm-hmm. So, so here's the thing with, with you. Yeah. And I, and I'll tell you this, you know, cause I, 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 I could compare to beaches, you know, I think that one of the things that, you know, we definitely do, I mean, we have in the back in the day too, you know, just tons of people, tons of rescues. And we have a lot of interdiction on the beach, you know, a lot of injuries. And I think it's changing for all you guys. You guys are starting to come into all the beaches now are starting to get so crowded. But when your dad worked down at State Park, State Park is very similar to Seaside. You know, you get yeah. big crowds. And um, so, yeah, you know, we, we there. I can tell you right now, there's days where the day just flies by because, you know, you have rescues you have uh, injuries you have uh, a lot of you know in, uh, just interdiction on the beach people fighting each other you know drunks people jumping the fence it's just always something going on there and you you know i always tell these guys the story well so, like, like joe said i think like the competition is so important we do a lot of that within just our work at like we don't have like one of the iron man kind of things like you do as mm-hmm. organized as it is but just the day-to-day workouts we're always really pushing each other but I think something that's even more important with doing competitions is just being part of the community because mm-hmm, exactly. I can't think of a rival that we have or, or a bromance that we have. Yeah, you, you guys, know? but we always, here, here's the thing. Let me, I'll make this point we, too. We, okay, we hang sorry. out with some of the park guards, you know, at right, Jack's right, garage right. sometimes. But, <laughs> but, but Joey, every morning, you know, we, we have workouts. So we have organized workouts and we have, you know, they're organized, they're planned and we'll like, we'll do, I, I'm not, you know, as competitive anymore, but we'll do the buoy swims and these guys will, you know, it, it's, it's kind of like, uh, not official, but they'll see who gets in first. I mean, they'll, they'll have, we'll do run, run, it's, run, it's like run. me challenging the new rookie on his first day to see yeah. if I still got it. So competitive like, yeah. nature inside yeah. all of us. So look, look, I just want to change gears here because, you know, I have, we talked about the Gowdies, uh, yesterday and I want to, I want to bring that up because we have a cup up there, a mug, I should say. And I got that. Um, I can't think of the date. When I get 2001, that, it says. 2001. So I won that. I, 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 that oh, was yeah. with me, your dad, uh, Joe Casino. So this is the mug put you get. On Hang on. Joe's yeah, put it here. Yeah, i put it, Joe. So so that's, you know, it was, you know, third place. And that was where. Is that a combo right there? Yes, yeah, a combo. That was, well. uh, that yeah. was Slatter. 
uh, his name was uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah he's about happened. nine foot tall Bowed so yeah. yeah and um he 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 started i remember he was he when he started on the beach I, he could he'll attest to this wasn't that good he started training with us in the, in the winter and joe and i used to have this thing in, at the ocean county college and we had a lot of people come and train with us and here's what we used to do we'd go swim you know and we might do a 2000 you know yards and 500 so whatever we break it up it was but it was it was a decent swim workout traditional that you do in, in college then we would uh lift right and then we'd go run and we would run in the back of the college and it's about a five mile loop and if you remember the old Ocean County College, you had the big hill. We call that the Grassy Canole, like where Kennedy got shot. Yeah. <laughs> so that thing, you would gas. So here's what we do. We get these guys, right? And, you know, beat them up in the pool, whatever, lift a little bit, and then we'd run. And I would take it out. I would, so I would take it out hard, right? And so, to, so like Slot or whoever would come, and he'd try to stay with me, you know, and, and, and hit that hill, and you'd be dying. And then coming into the second loop, who tags team, who, who takes off Joe and Joe just goes. And then that guy tries to stay with Joe and they never make it. We, we've, we've crushed so many people, but it brings you up to a different level. And so, you know, Slaughter started working out with us and he really became, uh, you know, just, just really an unbelievable, you know, uh, lifeguard and swimmer. So that was that day. So that was that part of Gowdy's where Slaughter swam out, grabbed the bag and started swimming in. As soon as he grabbed the bag, we went out. So why don't you talk about you guys, though? Yeah, well, you guys did the Gowdies? Yeah, they did th this yeah. year, right? Which, um, what, uh, what, so, what did you guys do? Uh, talk about, yeah. Which event? Yeah. yeah. We, all, we both, same thing, the combo. You have one? I have one mug that have, came from the combo. I swam. I have two mugs from the combo. I rode both times. Now, who'd you roll with, Joey? Uh, my dad one time and Jack the other. So I have one with my dad. And, and your uncle. uncle. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. That's that's awesome. And who did the swimming? Uh, two different swimmers. One was Jacob Lamaldi the first time. And that's when we got first place with my dad. That's probably one of my favorite. Wow. Members. Probably one of my favorite. Wow. Of all time. Wow. That's, and that's, let, let me just stop you just to premise because people don't understand the significance of this. You're competing against the best, I, I don't, I'm, you know, in my opinion, the best boatsmen in the world. I mean, with Van Dyne. So, I mean, those guys down there and gals are unbelievable. I mean, they really are. And, 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 this is, it's a tough, that's a tough, tough race. You make one mistake. Those guys are so good. You bobble to one second, two seconds and you're done. Right, Joey? So that's it. So, it's so you want it. So, so you want it with your dad and who was the swimmer the second time? Uh, Sean Rave. Uh, we got third and I won it with my uncle or well, not won it, but third place with my uncle. Uh, cause we wanted to get one together too. Wow. Wow. Now what about you, Benny? Which, what did you, I, uh, I swam and had Scott Darby and Jack at the helm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I want to tell you a quick story about Scott Darby in 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 there. So Let's hear I, I used to do I, I used to do Scott the single. I, I I never won, but I you know I did the single quite that's a few a, times. That's a tough race. Yeah, yeah, they always used to put me there, and and I remember, um, uh, you know, and I did pretty good. I mean, I, I was I wasn't the last, you know. I mean, I I, I was decent, and um, so one day uh, uh, I wasn't going to do it, and Scott, so Scott was going to do it. So Scott did it. And we, we pulled over to, you know, when you come down here with the truck, we pulled over over to Dune and the ocean was just nasty. I mean, it was nasty. I was like, we're not, they're going to cancel it. And of course they didn't. So, so, and they gave us a, we had a really uh, um, good spot actually. We were at the end, but we were kind of like in a hole in a run. Right. And, and it was, I was surprised because a lot of the good beaches were right on a bar and they were, you know, so I don't know if it was, you know, mid tide, that's usually when they have it. So anyway, Race starts, you know, and what it is with you have one boat sitting there and you, you got to run down. You all you could do is the, other people hold it and then you jump in the boat and you go. You start rowing. So 
Darvo's going, right, Darby, and they're rowing, 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 and this, this, and and set comes in, and but it hits the bar and crushes all those guys. We're like, yeah. <laughs> so Darby, it just takes off, yeah. right? And he's going, and he's going, and he's like, he, he's got it. We, we're gonna win. All of a sudden, out of just nowhere, this wave, <laughs> just just huge like tsunami comes cranks him, brings him all the way back into shore. He's going, the boat goes backwards all the way in, right? So you figure that's done, but we saw everybody else fumbling. So we, we grabbed the boat and, and you have Darby, you got to understand Darby. You guys don't know him, but he's like, he gets pissed. Yeah. But he's like, he's, he, he, he I don't want to say he's a nasty guy, but he's like, he, he's, he very gets down the dumps real quick. Like, you know, he's not optimistic. <laughs> right. So uh, well, we half empty kind of guy. Yeah. So what we did is we, 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 Flipped the boat, drained the water, and made him go back in and send him back out. And he and he did pretty well. I think I don't think he won a mug, but that was like an amazing, amazing race. So, so, so tell me about you, Benny. So you you went you swam you swam and hit the flag and you, that yeah, I was I was pretty new to it. Uh, I think that was probably my senior year of high school, going into freshman year of college, like peak swimming shape. You know how bad was that bag? How heavy was that thing? It's heavy, man. It's you heavy. know, dragging it through the water too is not nothing. Nothing. To, Stuff. What does that thing weigh about? What do you think it was I'd about? Thirty pounds, forty pounds. Forty soaking wet. Hard to to really yeah. get an idea of what it weighs in the water. It's yeah. more so just dragging it behind you. It's so tough, you know. So, so did you guys? Any of you guys ever do the single? Did you ever unclip the bag? Because I had to do that. Did you ever? Did you ever have to do no, that? No, no. So no. my next goal is to do the singles. Yeah, do the single. You know what? I tell you what. That is is is. Not, I mean, your dad will tell you how to do. But I tell you one thing I remember of it is that you're gassing. You're out there. And you gotta you gotta stop and the waves are I mean the currents like crack. You gotta you gotta grab that bag and the hardest thing is to unclip that bag, man, and throw it in a boat. Uh, and and then oh man, that, that's a good race to do. That's a yeah, the singles is is tough. But it was but that Gaudi is an amazing, amazing it's, race. It's yeah. historic. There's a lot of fun ones. AC classics, the Red Bull tournament, Gaudi. I mean, Benny and I have done it for years. We've seen them all. But I would say the most special is with the Gaudis, to your point. It's got some aura around it and it's just it's a fun day that everyone enjoys and everyone takes pretty seriously. So it's good to see that level of competition. What What do you think? What do you like it about the best? Like, why would you say that it sticks out as the most? The simplicity of it. Yeah. I think it's just four events. Yes. You only get to do one event and that's it. You're done. If you, again, if you mess up one little thing, your day is over. So I yeah. think the attention to detail in that tournament makes yeah. it special. Yeah. It's also pretty cool how it essentially mimics rescuing as, as much as you can, you know, no, uh, no help launching a boat. You know, you're essentially pulling a heavy, <laughs> heavy object out of the water, you know, pulling it in, rowing yeah. it. In. It's, it's realistic. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. So, so, and, and I'm not going to toot my own horn, but I, I, you know, I have made real boat rescues with okay. real people. <laughs> is this, is this in recent history? Or no, back in the no, day? no. Back in the day. Okay. I can tell you, I definitely made two legit. years ago. Well, but we did though. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, we, we, cause after the rescues, everybody's, there's still people floating out there and we took the boat out, you know, and, um, we had one, I remember the one where the boat went out and they, they trashed it. They got, they got dumped. And then, so we launched another boat. That was me. And we got out there. So, you know, but we used to, we, back in the day, we had these rafts, the, the, um, John Boyd and Junie Boyd who ran the beach, they had their own concession. They, they rented out rubber rafts. You guys ever see those? You know, yeah, the, back, the, they're like a precursor to boogie boards. Is that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah. that why yeah. those are? Is that why those are the only rafts that are allowed in Seaside Heights? That's yes. what it used to be. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, why, so, yeah. so what it what you know, and they would rent out like a thousand of them, right? So everybody'd be floating out there, and what would happen is on a windy day, a west wind day, they would float out, right? It didn't have to be any ocean. And and here's the thing: the funny thing is that you'd have to go out and get them 
right? And they would tell you, because we had phones, they call them, go, make sure to get that raft in. So they didn't care about the, <laughs> You have to get the victim, but you also had to get their damn raft and put it in the boat. And, and Oh, because and, the guy on the other end of the phone is the one who owns it. They own the concession. Yeah. They own the concession. Yeah. <laughs> so we used to we used to row out and get them. I it's, did a lot of those. It's a combination of uh, profit and training your lifeguards. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't call them rescues, you know. But, I mean, I had legit boat rescues. So you, that's a good point, Benny. I, I agree. I think that's a great uh, insight. It, it really mimics the rowing. I mean, the uh, rescue paradigm, mm -hmm. it's simplistic. Like you said, it's one, you know, one group, and then you could win that one event and you get yeah. a mug and you got, a, 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 you know, one first, second or third. And no one on the beach directing the boat where to go. You know, no. it's just purely looking behind you and trying to get the best idea of where you are. Yeah. 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 I, I, I toughest thing with me with that is because it's at the end of the day, you're coming in, the sun's blasting you right on your eye and you're trying to get a bead on the beach, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I, I, you know, but that was, we've, yeah, we've gotten second overall there twice, mm. but we never won the entire thing. Yeah. That's a challenge. You know, I, I was there one day and I don't remember if it was the Fink brothers or whatever, but they, and I, I, I might be making this up in my mind an illusion, but what I remember is, so when you get out of the boat, right, you still, that's not the end of the race. You got to take the bag out of the boat and run it up the beach. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now think about it. you're gassing. How, how many yards do you think it is to swim? Uh, I don't know. What, uh, 200 like, yards, uh, 300 yards. Two, it's swim, two, 250. Yeah. You know, so that's 200 yards out, 200 yards back. So you come to the beach, excuse me, you're gassing. You ain't got, because you just gave everything you have. Now you got to run up the beach, right? On the sand. And, and what you got to pass, a, 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 you know, mid beach. And this one guy, I don't know who's the funk brother, they're running. And then he threw the bag while he was yeah. running, dove like a like an NFL line, a, 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 a tight end, whatever, and caught the bag and 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 won. You see some crazy. I, I, I never thought oh, that. Yeah. That's like Michael Jordan when he first like got air. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, and you guys too. You have a lot of like bigger kids. I think wrestlers on your patrol, right? Oh yeah, we get yeah, yeah. football players, yeah. wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. We hire athletes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, so, you we, know, for us, it's mainly, you know, you're, you're one of the mill swimmer, you know, tall and lengthy to see these guys yeah. pick up an 80 pound bag and, you know, step on the gunnel of a boat and jump out in the wash and not fall over and run up the beach. It's pretty, pretty she impressive. Said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing the Gaudi grandson, one of the tournaments, he was doing the singles. He, he was in fourth, actually. He was a little behind. And on the outside, he got this wave, was on it. Tossed the thing over his shoulder, walked casually back to the boat, one hand tilled it with the 80-pound bag on his shoulder. Looked like Poseidon. Yeah, all, all while he's on a wave. All while he's yeah. on a wave, stand up. Yeah, and eating a cheeseburger. <laughs> and then you see the guys who were Having first, first second, cold third, one. like just watch him go by. They were in awe, the guys who he was passing. And he just got out of the boat through the – it was – you see some insane athletic See if you can find that, that surf magazine picture. I was going to say, what was that uh, – uh, yeah. what's that surf contest called? Guys. Oh, shoot the seas. Have you guys seen that video? That's sweet. Uh, shoot, shoot the, the seas. seas. Uh, There's a surf boat surfing. It is contest. impressive. Oh, yes. I've seen that. Yes, oh, man, yes, yes. So, so let me make a point about this because these guys don't know. If you, when you're down there, right, a lot of times we'll till a boat, you know, you get in the stern. And you put the oar in, like my boat. I have my own, you know, lifeguard boat. Uh, it, has, to till a boat. It, ha it has. It has. No, no, no. But no. Listen, they till the boat. You put the oar in the back, right? You yeah. till it, right? Down there, they actually will sit in the boat. Keep the oar locks in the oar locks and till it that way. Is this it? No. Uh, if you just do a Google search, that may. I, think I don't it's think it's on YouTube. It's like Vimeo, Vimeo or something. Vimeo. Oh yeah. So so you know what I'm saying, there Benny? It is, the first link. Right here. Is that it? Yep. No, it's live. We could go. We could. We oh, people will it. say it. That's so it. let oh, people. Yeah. These clips are insane. I've seen these. These people. are nuts. 
this footage is awesome. So Whoa. cool. It's got an epic yeah, soundtrack I'll, I'll, too. I'll lower it down. Okay, put the soundtrack. Also, in. like coolest name for a lifeguard okay. theme. I'll just lower it. Oh, okay. by landslide. Jer- yeah, Jersey. Is, these guys. Can yeah. you, you don't uh, have any? Um, okay, good. So gets people, better as you people, go on, but some of these same. guys are just Pe- such animals. People, I'm sorry, people on. Uh, <laughs> look at that comment. Like, look, that just guy look right the there, Sven, of that. Sven Pendleton. Right. He's a pretty cool guy. Yeah, right. he lifeguards in a Hawaii in the winters, I believe. So surfs Hawaii. Surfs Hawaii is our people on the podcast, you got to guys got to go to YouTube video and look at this. So after if you're listening to this, you got to go to uh, Lifeguards uh, uh, Off Duty with Dr. Michael Cashmore see these video clips we have here. These guys They're almost just amazing. got barreled in a band dying. Yeah, and that's what we wrote. But see, that's traditional. But see how they roll. They'll actually till in that race in the Gowdies with sitting in the in the seat with the or, with the oars in the oarlock, and that's that's an amazing thing to do. And that's that's another reason why they win so much. They they know how to ride a wave. So how how integrated for your patrol is is boats in your daily lifeguarding? You know, I'm well, slim because you have massive crowds. Yeah, we, right? uh, Do you guys have, run boats at, while working? We have one at every stand, but as oh, far yeah. as how they're actually utilized and like you know mm-hmm. rescues, slim to none. No, we we use them to train. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah mm-hmm. My day, we used them a lot. We didn't use them as a primary rescue. Primary rescue was a can and then a loose a loose can, a rope can. We would use the boat for patrolling. To definitely work out, especially when the water's cold. Uh, but we used to patrol a lot. And also, like I said, with the rafts. But we also would use it um, for when it was big rescues. And what happened is you couldn't get everybody in. They'd be floating. And so now somebody's out past the length of the rope. So we would launch the boat. So we were really good at it. I mean, back in the day, we, we didn't think twice about it. We'd launch a boat all the time in the middle of the day. Like I said, because you're doing raft rescues. So they were really good. Do you guys do you guys have a roll call or anything? Like your beginning of your day, everyone meets up, same spot. Uh, how does that go? Yeah, because I know some folks do it differently. We have a morning workout every day. It headquarters that don't do roll calls. They'll just send you right to your stand. Really? Yeah. That's a good point. I didn't know that. We're at, we're, yeah, no. So tell them what you're, how your date, let's, let's, so let's give, because if you're asking a question, let, how about give us a you know, typical yeah, well, day, how, how you guys how start out. Lava Lit Lifeguard day start or go. Yeah, so yeah, pretty much. started with that. <laughs> lovely question. <laughs> Starts at uh, 7.45 for tournament practice, which is totally, totally optional. You yeah. know, uh, anyone's welcome, whether you're a top tier competitor or just looking to get more involved. I like that. And that goes 7.45 to 8.45. And then every morning we have an hour morning workout, whether it be just uh, athletic training, you know, skills training, uh, familiarizing with equipment. Like one guy on, one guy off the stand type thing? Not in that setup yet. So all before everything. Oh, yeah, all before we go on. uh, It's 8.45 to 9.45. 9.45, you head to your stand with with your your two or three guards. And then 10 o'clock, we we set to stand up. Yeah, I'm jealous. You guys get way more three-mins than us. We we pretty much rock two-mins all summer. Which are helpful to so, so, so let me ask you this, Joey. Before, so when you you guys are, is it is it every one is a three man stand? We try ideally, but there's always some that have two. Right. So, so how in a three man stand you guys run it where there's two always two guys on a stand, and one's working out like rowing, swimming. Down. Yeah, one's either you know patrolling the water, working out, moving people. The one that's ma- the main point of the one off the stand at that point in time is to be as active as possible. Yes, I like that. I think IBSP is like four or five men. They they also are dealing with thousands and thousands of people, so they need the bodies. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Well, no, we've we've had three man over the years. We vacillate back and forth. It it has a lot to do with the politics, the uh, budget. But ideally, I love what you have. I and we're going to push again for it this year. I I like the three man stands. 
one guy's always one gal or guy is always working out active, like you said. And I think it just is so much nicer because it, it, you know, it's, it's hard for us. Uh, we, you know, we, we have a lot of, you know, we'll have a, one guy on a stand a lot of times because if you think about it, well, anyway, the, the, but I think they're your beach. Flow. So, so you start the day at nine o'clock, yeah. uh, uh, you know, set up and then what happens? How does it go after that? 10 o'clock set up. So, uh, 10, oh, 10 o'clock, excuse me. Yeah, I'm sorry, no problem. Uh, stand gets set up and usually the first hour or so of the day for us is not that busy. So usually that hour is dedicated to additional training, yeah, exercising, working out. Training will go on there. That's where you teach the rookies how to, you know, either scan the water, work on certain equipment. That's, Really, what I see is that specific hour, and then lunch is start. You're down a man, so you have to get back to. What time does lunch start, Joey? Eleven to 12, 12 to one, one to two. I so you get an hour for lunch. I don't know if this is true, but I heard a uh, rumor you guys give each other tiger stripes with uh, sunblock, sunscreen, or no? No, the yeah. younger generation. They have to start that uh, now, younger, though. No, the younger generation does. Like, you know, they were doing that war paint this summer. Okay. Yeah, we get, these guys do it <laughs> yeah, all the time. Of, that's one it's, of the my favorite things is when like rookies what? will come in and start making their own traditions. Yeah. We have exactly. uh, our lifeguard association is the Keep acronym is LAS, L-A-S-H, LASH. And then our, was that you guys? Yeah, we, the started rash chat? we started a RASH <laughs> chat. So rash they, they started calling themselves the RASH guards, the Rookie Association of Seaside Heights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so Joey, they do that now in the summer and past summers. They put it all, you know, especially like 4th of July, they'll have red, white, and blue. Yeah, yeah. war you know. paint. So, so you get an hour for lunch. Let's, let's finish. So an hour, an hour. So 11 to 12, 12 to 1. And now our, our beach is also kind of unique then, to yours, for instance, because we, we don't have continuous swimming areas where I assume you guys do, yes. right? Yeah, you have the flag system. Yeah, we're, we're separated by probably a few hundred yards each stand. But now even – but that was with the jetties too. So now you don't have jetties anymore. So no. didn't that change? Like We've did you change? We've been trying to deter them with red flags, but it's Good not, not working. Work. So it used to have – so so it's just so everybody knows. image you put on it, what, what a, no swimming, nope. surfing only, it never works. Never so, so you used to have the jetty. So just so everybody knows to give it visual. And then uh, the jetties maybe were, I don't know, 500 yards apart, something. Yep. So then you would have next to the jetty, no swimming. You'd have boogie board section, uh, surfing section, and then swimming section. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot easier to control because you had the jetties and that kind of was a distinct uh, entity. Now with yep. the, with the uh, beach replenishment, those jetties are submerged uh, under the sand. Yeah. So now how do you, so you're using flags. Yeah. So how, I mean, I how's that the, worked out? The, so. the NJ EPA requirement, <laughs> I think for oceanfront lifeguarding is like a lifeguard station every one or 200 yards of oceanfront. I think it's one, 100. Okay. Yeah. Which we do not meet. So, so essentially oh. the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, no. So, no, you guys meet the requirements. So, Trust me. I know you do. So the space in between right. our stands is, is as a designated non-swimming area. So, uh, so I think that creates a, a yes. Yeah. So, so let me, let me tell you about signs. Cause you know, we have a little bit more experience with that. I put up flags and we all do, right. We have flags says no swimming. There's biggest like, 20 by 20 feet long. So where is this? Off the pier? Oh, on the beach. No, it's we put a pier and then like on the beach. Soon. Okay. We have sections of the beach that we might close off. All right. Because, you know, we, we, we corral our beach sometimes. Yeah. We will put 20 flags, no swimming, red flags, right? I'll, how many times do I have to go down, right? With all of us. And you pull somebody out of water, right? The sign's right there. And I go, come here. I go, you see that sign right there? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's two foot next to the water. And they're like, oh, I didn't see it. One time, one time this year, it was when we had a soccer tournament. It was like mid-July. And we had like a long ramp down to our headquarters and our storage. And then it just opens right up to the beach. So we needed like a place for our vehicles and to get out. And the beach was absolutely packed. It was like 4th of July. The amount, especially with the soccer fields, like there was no space. 
So I took flags and cones and put out like a 10 yard circle around like the bottom of our ramp and in front of our storage. And every time I went back there, whether it was for a break, whether it was to run to get people something, sitting there, there was someone new in the middle of the circle as if they had found their own right, perfect right. little space right, on the right. beach oasis. that was lined out just for them by the lifeguard. And then they had the nerve to call me like an asshole when I, when I was getting frustrated, like you guys have to move. How dare you? So, and then there's so people sitting there the whole time watching me do it, calling me a jerk when yeah, they're just it. sitting there watching people set up and they just, Watch me yell at the last five people. I think yeah. that's half the fun, though. I mean, one of the, oh, yeah, I love one it. Of the reasons lie. I continue to come. I mean, there's a lot of reasons I come back. But one reason I love it is people will amaze you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, know, I work at a desk job now. There's less excitement. But being able to life grow on the weekends gives me that thrill and that reminder that humans are something special. Well, you know, when you ask us about tournaments, so, you know, we say, because our, our beach is so busy. Well, we'll put our jet skis out right, uh, right next to Berm which is next to the water. And we would put, we put cones all around. So no one sits in front of them. Right. So well, you have to but it doesn't matter. They still yeah. sit in front. They mm-hmm. sit and, and like, they think it's the best place because it's so crowded in our beach sometime that, that, that the, the spaces are premium. The and, best, and so the best is when you look over and a mom's got her kid in the boat, like playing with your boy. <laughs> <laughs> or to sit on a jet ski. So or they'll, we, we, you like, know, can I hang my towel here? Or can what? I, can I rent this boat from you? So I, we'll put cones around our headquarters, right? So we have, uh, uh, three vehicles, and then the cops come with two other vehicles. So we have all these vehicles and, and then we'll, we'll put a whole perimeter, right? Use of my cone. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And what will happen is we'll have people pick up the cones and use them for a, 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 a soccer game, you know, as, as, right? So when we talk about the other thing we have on our beach, Benny, that, that, that's unique is we'll have days where the whole beach, they'll take over the whole one side of our beach and have a soccer tournament or beach um, lacrosse beach and all that stuff beach volleyball or pole vaulting or there's concerts like uh the end of the summer um uh, you know i i, I was running the beach the, uh, the captain had to go somewhere and uh there was a it was big ocean right so they were going to have wine they have a wine festival basically drinking wine so they they because they were worried about the water coming up they had it on a boardwalk okay so we had the beach closed it was we, we had nobody swimming in the ocean with double red flag whatever and then it, then we, we, we mellowed out a little bit. They let all of those people on the beach. So I had about a thousand people drinking wine and then they started a concert at three o'clock, which brought about another, you know, 2000 people. So that's the kind of, kind of things that we have to deal with, yeah. you know? So I, it's a, it's a, it, you know, but that, um, what are you going to say? Uh, where do you guys like hang out? Do you come to Seaside Heights a lot? Like to go to bars? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, beach, oh I, live, I, I live at beach. <laughs> I, uh, is there is there anywhere in Lavalette that we should go check out? It's a Crab's Claw, but it's a local there. dive. It's if you're looking formal. for a good yeah. burger and a couple beers, go to Crab's Claw. If you're looking for a wild night on the town, stick to Seaside Heights. Beach <laughs> coming. <laughs> you guys ever go to Used to Bees? No, it's a ways down. Mandalokan, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, we used to go it's there. It's kind of deep. There, when, back in the day when his dad and I used to run around there, there was a place in town. Well, what the Used to Bees used to be called... Oh, uh, Not, Labrador Lounge? No, that? no, no. There was a, there was a, there was another place in town, and I, I I shouldn't even you know. But the Crab's Claw, but there was another bar. It, I guess it was used to be. So I forget what it was called. And that was a wild place. That was really wild. I mean, they they used to have like wet t shirt contests and stuff like have that. Have you guys um oh. heard of? It's, I think it, the guy was a lava guard. Uh, all, the Gordon Hesse book, Tyler. Uh, all summer long. All summer long. Ama- you guys have never. Heard oh that my book? god. It's like a it's, it's like a is. bunch of short stories. It was I think it was a lava let like it might have been Jack in the book. I don't know. I feel like Jack showed me a book oh, once. Yeah. Well, the, guy, the guy who wrote it. 
is a lot was a lot was yeah a, yeah you're okay. right Ben. yeah i know what you're talking about the, no, the, the short that. stories of and it wasn't just about lavalette it was um all of uh i think specifically nj it was it was largely like ocean county guards uh just without all the regulations and everything that's in place now all of the crazy shit that used to happen damn it's a good read and it's I pretty recommend. it's pretty unfiltered like they because it's just it's straight up he sat down with other lifeguards like this, interviewed them, and transcribed it. Like he really didn't do anything, so, like storytelling. And these you guys cool. have to read that book. It's great, it's awesome. So so Benny, I read it in like a day. Damn. So so Benny, just finish up. So you, you guys work out, and then what? When do you end your day? When do you end your day? Um. So it's weekdays till five, weekends till six, and that entire afternoon, you, you know, three people per stand. No one never have three people sitting. Always actively, you know. So, so you guys, so when you do lunches, so you'll have 12 to one, one to, excuse me, 11 to 12, mm -hmm. 12 to one, and then one to, to two. You got it. And then that's it. No, no, no other breaks. That's it. Okay. But you do. So that's, that's pretty good. So, you know, you got three hours of two man stand and then you're done at five or six. So that's pretty much what we do. Yeah. You know, so that's a pretty, pretty good day. The, let me, let me just ask you this too, because for our audience, so they understand. So I don't know who one of the first lifeguards when I was there. It was Kresbaugh. He was he was there for I don't know how many years. And he, you guys know the lineage. And then it was after that it was um, Kres to Bob. Well, Kres had a on and off, on and off. Him and the town right. used to go back and forth. Right, right, right. And yeah. Kres to Bob Tremolin to Jack to Jack. I so, had one year of Kres, and then I, we had nine years of Bob, and now it's been Jack. Yeah, yeah. Because I when I was there, Kres and he went. I tell you, he you know he gave some hard workouts. You know, and uh, uh, I, I remember those days. And then Bob. Bob was great. You know, so, so now, so who's still around? So you have Darbo, Scott Darbo, who's the one officer and who else is still around there? Who's been like, you know, maybe Bob, ten, Bob is still, okay, Bob. And Bob. Matt Conda is really where the, where the older uh, group of guards stops. Mm -hmm. You know, when, I mean, it's, I don't mean Joe, to cut you off no, there, no, but it's kind of interesting. You know, like when Joe and I first became sergeants, that was kind of like a first where prior to us, it was always just like teachers and like they're probably mid to late thirties. You know, we were the first two who were, well, Tim and Nicole were before us, but it was like the first group of people who we were, were the, like they college we were the, age kids. We were the youngest you know? two ever. When said. did you guys realize, because it this it's something that happens before you actually get chosen as a supervisor or a sergeant, but when... And how did you guys realize you were moving into that leadership position among the other guards? Was it like a respect thing you were getting from your junior guards? Was it respect you were getting from up top? I believe it started through our effort level and involvement in tournaments. So Benny and I would always be the first two to show up in the morning before the sergeants, before anybody, and set up for the practices. Dedication. And by, Commitment. Doing, by doing that, being the first guys there every day, I think put us in that leadership role within our initial peer group so our initial peer group that's started definitely looking, where it starts started looking up to us because of that and then our you know we were good tournaments we had our we had our day in the sun and that kind of led us to that leadership position and it was a natural progression from there yeah you know i've had i've had guards come up to me and tell me essentially i think it's kind of bogus that like your ability to become uh uh you know upper management is kind of hinged upon your tournament ability but then again like it's the biggest identifier for going at the 110th yard you know like getting there early, training extra hard. Would yeah. you say that's true? I mean, yes, but I think the the tournament aspect is far more encompassing than just being the most you know athletic, uh, athletically abled person on the beach. You know, it's not just being the best tournament well, guy. Well, I'll tell you because I'm a, you know I'm, I'm I have been involved in picking officers, and um, I, what I like to see is is initiative. You know, and that's one. I mean, being on time, coming in, 
you know, uh, but, but if I had to give one thing is the initiative where uh, like you, you'll do that. Like Sean will come up to me and go, Hey, catch, why don't we do this today? You know, why don't we do this or do that? Um, yeah. I like that. I like that. You got, you know, you, you, when, when they, when I have to, when they think for me or, or, or I don't have to sit down and go, Hey, why are we going to move this stand? Why don't we go? Initiative to me is, is really good. And probably they see that, you know? Yeah. I mean, you don't have to be the best tournament guy to get there early and to train extra, you know, but I mean, very few people do who aren't real tournament competitors. We've had you know? individuals who are more talented than Ben and I, I can rattle off a laundry list who are more talented than Ben and I, but they'd show up late or they'd show up still a little hungover and, and they didn't take it as seriously. And, and Ben and I made it, Kind of like our lives for three months. It was everything we thought. Eat, ate, drank, three. That's why I'm jealous of the tournament thing, though, because like you literally, yeah, you had a, you had something you were trajecting to all three months of the summer. Yeah, yeah. and it was a pride thing, like we, like we said, by building a good tournament team, it establishes pride within the entire beach patrol, and by establishing pride, you get better lifeguards because they take it more. It all, it all, it's all about life saving. Yeah, everyone, everyone wants to be the winner. to roll call the next day with the Gaudi Cup, and everyone just yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's exciting. It's, mm-hmm. I thought you guys just got chills like remembering those moments. Oh yeah. At the end of the day, it's all about life saving, right? That's why we're yeah. all here to yeah. do it. And I think tournaments add. I think the I truly think the tournaments add to the life saving because of that extra level of effort that you yeah. can see from some lifeguards. And and at the very least, it's like the perfect excuse to be in perfect rescue shape all the time. There you go. I mean, when I, like when I work out in the winter, I, I play soccer and you know, I enjoy being fit, but when I'm like grinding through a run, the one thing I keep telling myself is like, I got to keep going. Cause like, there's going to be someone that yeah. doesn't have the breath in their lungs. And, and that's, I'm gonna have that's to even more important there. than any oh, yeah. tournament. That's I think a larger motivator. Yeah. Than and, any and, tournament. and you know, it's funny you say that. And, and you know, I know your dad and, and, and I, we still think that I'll be working out even yeah. at this stage in my life it's and, like I'm not, and i'm like I'm i gotta keep doing, going because i gotta be able to i'm not even doing this for me at this point. right right because here's the thing when i when i train in the pool like this morning I, I swam when we do our sets and we're hurting you're hurting like jack you know jack is uh, uh joe's brother he's he you know he he sets these workouts and you're dying and i say to myself man then when you do a rescue and you're swimming out there and you're dying it's like i've been through this before you know i just i know i'll be okay you know i'll just get you know you get through it so Make a good point. It's bigger than you. Yeah. It becomes mm-hmm. bigger than you. Yeah. So, so I asked you guys before you came here to maybe tell me like at least one crazy thing that happened on the beach or rescue or some thing that happened on, on, on the beach with a, with a patron or something. Can you, can you come up with anything? Did you guys come up? Just, so, just, yeah, it doesn't have, you know, nothing. You know, think, so Benny, give me one. Yeah, I think Any? mine may be a little abstract, you know, I mean, I have, that's all like, right. We want, you know, that we like abstract. We, <laughs> I, I have, you know, one or two, one or two recess stories, but this that's one's pretty good. Yeah. We um, want it. We want to hear what we want that. Yeah. We want to hear this. This goes back. I think I was still sitting stand. Wait, I, before you start, which one? Which oh, one? we're good. We're going dolphin. I was uh, 17 at the time, 17, like second year lifeguarding. I'm sitting there on stance, a rain day, mm-hmm. you know, it's like uh, misting outside. No one's there, like a few tourists on vacation and there's a surf camp going on. So I'm sitting there with my buddy Ryan, uh, you know, just nothing to pay attention to. And out of nowhere, this commotion starts happening down by the wash. He's like, oh my God, dude, look at this down here. And I look and it's uh, a dolphin like flopping in, in ankle shin deep water. I'm like, holy crap, like, what do we do? He's like, I don't know, you tell me, like, you're in charge. I'm like- You have no idea, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I guess you gotta call it in. So I jumped down, start ripping <laughs> ripping the raincoat off, you know, ripping the sweatshirt off. He looks at me, he's like, what do I say? And he passes me the radio. I'm like, uh, yeah, beach four, there's, there's a beach dolphin down here. So I just pass him the radio back. I go running down there. 
news to me, uh, uh, our, our bosses immediately responded and said, don't touch it. But he, he failed to pass that along. You were so, already off down the beach. Oh, yeah, I was down there. <laughs> Given, so, I'm, I'm, CPR, I'm not saying I'm this dolphin. I was yeah. neck deep in this dolphin at that point. <laughs> You're not going to die. So, so, Flipper, I'll save you, Flipper. So I run down there. This thing, this thing again, it's like almost on dry sand. So I just start rolling it over, you know, pushing it in. So I, I flip it over. Oh, I get its stomach so behind its fin. I just start feeding oh, it out into the water. Oh, right? my God. And this thing is puffing mist yeah. all up in my face I'm oh like, my god this okay. is huge right now. i'm i'm saving a dolphin push it back out there uh you know all the sergeants and uh lieutenants come i i feel like a hero right i'm i'm holding my chest up high and they look and they're like where'd the dolphin go i'm like what are you talking about i just i just pushed it back in the ocean and they're like, you're not supposed to touch it yeah, and it was yeah, news yeah. to me this is like three or four years ago i had the article on my phone still there was like some massive uh virus circulating around right. the and it's got your dna on it <laughs> that's really that's really where it's COVID like, they, they're gonna do like through uh uh what is that uh, uh dna 21 they're gonna get it back to your family and you're they're gonna go this you all mean, started from mean, from, from 23 uh, and me yeah yeah 23 it's gonna they're gonna do dna testing all these dolphins they're gonna come back all the way to some lifeguard in lava lit beach back 30 years ago 20 years ago whenever it was Ground Zero COVID-19 Ground zero. Was, was President <laughs> Avenue summer Forget, forget summer the bats in Wuhan. Started <laughs> yeah. One boy and one dolphin. <laughs> so immediately I just start second guessing this thing was just puffing mist in my face the entire time. I'm like, oh my God. The thing washes back up like 10 yards down the beach, ended yeah, up dying. dying. Yeah, it's dying. So yeah. I, I all, just, your, all yeah. your efforts. Nothing. Yeah. And they just w- let it sit there and die. Uh, so I go to like wash off. No, and they like sprayed you down, like per- like, like with chemicals. peroxide and and rubbing alcohol. And I'm sitting there second guessing <laughs> big time, like like literally thousand. I think like twelve hundred dolphins had washed up in like eight weeks. Whoa. I'm like, oh my god, like is this the end? Well, that's <laughs> yeah, what, no, and no. that's what uh, the porpoises and the like do. They beach themselves when, when they they're dying, sick yeah. to get away yeah, from their yeah, pond. Yeah, Didn't know yeah. at the time, but they're I know smart, now. Man. Yeah, well, uh, I you know there there's thank God there's not too many. You talk about the coronavirus. There's not too many viruses that will cross you know uh, uh dolphin to human but i we, didn't we, know it then so i was yeah. pretty i was pretty panicked yeah we we that year that you had that probably was this year that we had about three of them on our beach yeah i believe and it. what happened was the one was swimming back and forth and was in distress and we called the stranding um a marine stranding and uh, brigantine and they said basically leave alone but it went back and forth and it was you could see it was dying and people were on the beach like yelling at us you got to do something yeah. what are you and, doing and i'm like what and i said to Leia, I said, what do you want me to do you know cpr and then the thing finally died and then what happened was the same thing they're like don't touch it don't touch it. i'm like it's floating around we have thousands of people on the beach i, I sent a lifeguard out with a rope <laughs> like, you rode out Did you no out? no it was right there it was right there in the gully we we what i did is we you know i, I was right there i mean i and we we um we took a rope uh, and tailed it, put it around its tail. Cause yeah. I used to shark fish and I had to you know, handle it. It was dead anyway now. So we, and we you snug it up and you pulled the thing up and um, put it on a beach. And the one we had, um, they, they came for that one. That was uh, about maybe, I don't know, 300 pounds. Like that. But we had another one that was huge. They're big. And this thing was so big and it, and it beached itself. It died, but I think it was there in the morning and they had to take a bulldozer and actually it was that big and they buried it on the beach. So I don't know if they, you know, dug it up again, but that thing was, I don't know if you, I'm sure they dug it up and got rid of it properly. I, I don't, I, yeah, but that, you know, uh, you know so what do you do with it? No, they, 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 a lot of times bury them. So anyway, so that was a great story. Yeah, it was so, tough. So what about you, Joey? Come on, you got one? So many. It's going to be hard. Tough Just, to top well, that we one, could, That was a funny one. Um, How about maybe most intense rescue you've been on? I would say it's that woman who had the heart attack when we, 
went down there, the really old lady. Oh, on the boardwalk. On the boardwalk. Yeah. So there was this badge. It was one of our badge checkers, actually. Wow. Well, how long ago was this, Joey? For, give me a, first year as sergeant. First year as a sergeant. Twenty nineteen. Yep. Twenty one. So old. so go ahead. So so we no we're earlier than that because it's twenty sixteen. Um, we most intense. Here we go. So we're sitting there. It was right after morning workouts. We're actually delivering equipment at the time. Our kids are getting you know, going to their stands and that can, that can sometimes be like the one most of the more dangerous times. Yeah. Day. Cause no one's prepared. Yeah. And we get a call that this woman went down. It was actually one of our badge checkers. And we went down there and Benny and I, it's a badge there. checker too, who had absolutely no idea how to call emergency situations. Yeah, so, so it was bad just a mess. Checkers freaking yeah. out. So Benny and I, and luckily you said, take, let's just bring the defibrillator. Just, we don't know what's going to happen. We get there and this woman's just dead. So we kind of look at each other. We're like, all right, let's go to work. And we start working on her and, and we kind of get her back to a stable position. And the paramedics show up and these guys are badasses. They come in, they say, step aside. They take these drills. They go through her knee. It was, it was unbelievable. And then I remember my dad went in the ambulance and he was like, I need the pair of shorts because he was still in like right. his workout gear. And Corbin, our buddy Corbin, just rips off his shorts <laughs> and was just naked. And we were like, put your pants back on, Corbin. So he put his pants back on. Um, Dad went with the ambulance. The woman ended up living. She was probably what seventy. Did you guys? Did you have to defibrulize her? I mean, did you yeah, shock a few her? Times. That was, that was times. a first so, for so, me so, too because so, it was news that like uh, a person's ribs crack. Yeah, right. So let me ask. So you guys started the CPR, right? Mm -hmm. She was one breathing. You started CPR, and then you put the pads pads on and said shock required. Yeah. yeah. So you hit her, and the second time you hit her. Now the, after the second time, is that when the paramedics came? Or you hit her again. It was actually interesting because I had talking to Joe afterwards, and that was like a really rare circumstance where I think we had shocked her like upwards of four times, mm -hmm. and she was still like coming in and out. Which I guess usually like four, you know, you kind of you don't call it quits, but you kind of know. Well, that, the machine yeah. won't do it unless there's a shockable arrhythmia. Yeah. Right. So mm -hmm. she had to have a shockable arrhythmia. Mm -hmm. So you know, so so but and then so, so so you did that three or four times really, yeah. and then when the paramedics came, who stopped the uh, CPR from going on? Did they do it or you – was it they took over the scene? I think moving her at that point into the ambulance was a pretty quick uh, synonymous situation because that was, that was one of the few times where she actually did, I believe, get a heartbeat back. So, it's, right. it's so they, they put it – and what they did is they, you put in a leg. A lot of times what they'll do, they'll put a, a needle. It's a – well, it's a it's an access. Instead, if you can't get a vein, you go right into the tibia bone or the shin mm -hmm. and you put a – it's a it, – yeah, it's a – it's like a basically a needle that goes into the bone and you get access. It's not the is best – Is that like on uh, – Grey's Anatomy, where you see the bone marrow transplant, like that. Kind of, but it's it's, right? it's 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 good. It's 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 to get access real quick. If you can't do it, it's, it's better than nothing because you want to give medication, you know, in it like that epinephrine and there's, there's other medication. Well, that's that's so you know, she, so you saved her life, man. That if was, you shocked her, that's you know, she she would if you didn't shock her, she would have been dead. Well, what's oh, yeah. uh, what's crazy about that story is like like you said that you um, remembered to grab the defibrillator. And it's on so many rescues, it's like that one little like mm -hmm. second or decision. Like, am I going to grab my fins or am I just going to go right. right now? No, all credit you know? to you there, Benny. That I remember you saying that. Yeah, I recall like the badge checker. Yeah. The fellow badge checker who made the call on the radio was like, help, help, like New York Ave. Rick, what, is, what does that mean? You know, like, yeah. come on. <laughs> it was so vague. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, we, I, get, we get mad at our badge checkers sometimes because they have booze on the beach. Yeah, well, that's another whole thing we have. <laughs> so I, speaking, I, speaking of crazy stories, I wanted to ask all you guys, what exactly is the relation with the the Seaside Heights Fire Department, like water rescue? Like who so does that and are you at all that involved? Is, that is our fire department. Um, we, we have, have one lifeguard who's a member. He was actually on the show. I think Johnny is too. Oh, uh, oh Johnny is. So yeah. uh, Nico and his brother Johnny. Uh -huh. Nico is actually, you guys should check that episode. That was awesome. He was, right. a, uh, 
he was a junior lifeguard and he told this story. He received the Highest civilian, civilian equivalent of the Medal of Honor because he went on two rescues the same wow. summer when he was 14 and after he Yeah, you should check our show. Check out that show. We'll do. And, it was, and the crazy thing is, like, we've been guarding with this kid for, like, three, four years. He never mentioned it once. Yeah, it took his mom. We took yeah, his, his, mom his mom called in and show. told us about it. Dude. Well, here's the interesting thing but, about that. I'm sorry, Gabe. Don't go. But go the fire department, they just, they're there when, when we close. You know, so they'll like, get the call, and if if we're not out on the stands, they go, and you know, they're going all winter too. So now some of those so. photos look like kids, so like relatively young. You know, junior, so, I mean, junior, junior farmers. They have a junior program. Uh, okay. Nico started when he was like, I think fourteen 16. or fifteen. All right, maybe I think, sixteen. I think it's 16. sixteen. Okay, yeah, and he was in our junior lifeguards until that's he a, started working. That's a lot for a young kid because that oh, style yeah. of rescuing. The odds are stacked against you. You're oh, getting there so late. So late. Well, it's, you got to, yeah, you got to think summer like, too. someone on the beach who's seen this person after they're already sucked all the way out. Person in the water is probably drunk. Right. Yeah. Like, especially it's in Seaside Heights. It's just, oh, there's yeah. So, there's so many And factors. like, I've been in that spot once where someone called uh, 911 on the beach and the way it worked for, for that person is they call and I think they get patched through to Tom's River mm -hmm. and from Tom's River to Lava Lake. It's county. It's all county I, By now. the time that happens, it's like, yeah. you know. Two minutes. Yeah. I, minutes. Went, I went on a rescue in May one year. It was literally like the first or second week of May. We were bringing all the stands down onto the beach. We weren't even in uniform. I was in a pair of soccer shorts. And we heard the alarm because they have an alarm that goes off and then all the guys on the team will get a text. I think they work like through an app or something. Mm. So we heard, in town. Yeah, we heard the alarm and our captain got a call from whoever was dispatching it. He heard it and we hopped in the truck and drove from Herring Avenue, which is the first street in Seaside. You yeah. guys are familiar with that. Went up out on ocean terrace and up onto the beach all the way, basically a mile down on Lincoln Avenue. And we got there and hopped in 50 degree water to go get this guy. And by the time we got to him, he was like 200 yards out. Oh, yeah. And luckily like there was a sandbar. So we were able to stand there with him, but the fire department didn't even get onto the beach until we were already at the victim. And this guy was in bad shape mm -hmm. and the water was freezing. It's, yeah. a, it's a terrible way to, yeah. So, so let me, yeah. let me, let me, let me put something in perspective because you're asking the question. First of all, those guys, you know, we, we've had a um, fire department for years because we have a crazy, crazy town. You know, people are, we, we, we try to control people, get them out of the water, but the seaside Heights fire department does mutual aid. So they'll go down. Uh, nobody else, you know, I don't think anybody else has one. So we'll do it. We'll go down. Our, our, our town will go down a lavalette. Or oh, yeah, a, I've seen them driving the beach. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Joey makes a good point. And I don't, I don't really want to talk about it today because, you know, we're getting late, but that's another whole day for another issue about, you know, um, after hours rescues, but also after season rescues and, you know, uh, uh, us supervisors and, and, you know, Timmy uh, Harmon, who was here, that's something that we all have pet peeves about. You know, we think that there should be more presence on the beach after the season, which, you know, that's an argument for each day. And we all know about that. Getting back to the, um, with the, uh, with the fire department though, and the young kids, that's another issue. And now with this, um, again, we could talk about it again, uh, talk about this situation, but 16, 17 year old kids on the beach doing fire department stuff. Um, you know, you I heard have, you guys with Tim Harmon talk about it. Right, yeah. right. Oh, and, and so that's going to be an issue. But getting back with the after hours, Timmy was telling me also that they have up in Monmouth, they have what's it called? Answer? What's the, they have a, um, oh, yeah. All the guards get texts. Yes. When something, when the, when a water related uh, issue gets reported to the police. Right, right. Now, you guys awesome. don't, you guys don't get involved in that, you know, so, but, um, 
but but our fire department is really good. We we don't like I said they don't work with us during the day unless uh, you know we need them um, unless it's something way out in the ocean. Yeah. They'll deal with that. Like when we had the um, uh, beach replenishment, one of the ships out there, yeah, there was, there was, a, there was a, an explosion or something that happened on our on one of them, and I just was. So upset they didn't let us go, but no, nothing, nothing bad happened. After we wouldn't have got out there. Yeah, 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 launch yeah. all water. Yeah, I was just like, <laughs> right, get yeah, this yeah, get yeah, a yeah. crazy story. But, but, but we, you know what, what? One of the things that I, I appreciate, and we talk about this all the time, is that what saves a lot of lives are the surfers, especially on our beach. I'm very sure on your beach, because when there's big ocean, there's a lot of surfers out there. And when we leave, that's who's out there. And they make a lot of rescues. And I don't get, they don't get enough credit. And uh, so thank God for them. But we're we're happy about the the fire department, and they they do a great job. And like you said, Joey, they're they're out there. They put themselves in a really dangerous situation because now the victim's two hundred yards out. Uh, it's usually a bad ocean. It's getting dark. Maybe the odds are stacked against you. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it, it's tough. It's they tough. Had a, they had a funny situation this summer. It was uh, it was the same guy that uh, climbed the. Yeah, I'm familiar. Uh, oh, yeah. We were there for that too, but. Uh, how do we even give context about this dude? Just crazy per is he from Lavalette? Uh at some point he crazy was. Jersey Shore dude that just goes around and causes trouble, climbs shit, yells at cops. You're being descriptive, but there's a lot of those, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. But what's your point? What anyway, were you saying? This, this guy takes a paddleboard like a mile out, and people are coming up to my stand, like, who's that guy? Who's that guy? And I look up and I'm like, I'm pretty sure he wants to be out there. And, but Net, like he was out there for like three hours so finally someone called the fire rescue team they went launched their zodiac got all the way out there and the guy was like refusing to come in they were yeah. sitting out there like going back and forth with him for like another yeah. hour sounds uh, like him <laughs> yeah so so i had once and you talk about that you know you have to go out and check it out because i was i was on the beach and it was in june the water was in the 50s and there was i don't know if it was um uh, not a kite surfer. They didn't have in those days, but with a, um, a, you know, a, a surfboard, wind surfer. A, a wind surfer, right. And he was out there and I was watching, he was probably about maybe a mile out. And, and then I, I, you know, he fell down He get up and I, and I, and I was noticing that he wasn't getting up, you know, cause I would, you know, it's look at it. Once, to do, yeah. Right. And what but I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking and, and maybe like about 25 minutes passed or 20 minutes. And I'm looking at the binos. I said, something is wrong. You know, how you feel, you get this. You know. Anyway, we, I called up the headquarters Anyway, they sent out the Marine police and the guy, what happened was he couldn't get up. He didn't have enough clothing on. He was hypothermic. He was so weak. He was almost dead. And, uh, you know, he just would have died out there. So you get stories like that. And, I, and I'll give you one other story about crazy stuff that we had in our town, right? There used to be people and it probably still do. They come down at night right? and they'll, they'll launch a boat and go fishing. Hmm. They'll come down with like a little 12 foot aluminum boat. And there was a guy, and, and you could go Google this, and you could go look this up. I don't know how many years ago, but he launched a boat, and we got reports about this in the morning. Look for him. Anyway, they found the guy, I don't know how much, uh, I don't know, about two, three days later, out in the shipping lanes with a cargo ship. They saw him, and they picked him up. Are you serious? I'm, I'm serious. Was His it, truck was, was there. Yeah, it's like a little aluminum robot. It was a West Wind, and he, he got it got ahead of. No, I know he had a little motor, and it wouldn't start, and he didn't have an oar, and anyway, he he floated like out. Passed away almost. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's crazy stuff that happens. Yeah, the shipping lanes. Yeah, so and I, I, so much anxiety. That's why we do it, though, right? I mean, that's right. kind of why we do it. It's that level of excitement that keeps yeah. it uh, keeps life interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, um, listen, it was really good. What time we got here? We got we're about 
So we're about an hour and how many minutes? 18. Yeah. So I think that's, that's good. Listen, it was really great having you guys. Yeah, thanks Likewise. for having us. Uh, I mean, I, you know, it, 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 we love to have guests and our whole premise about this show is to, is to talk about lifeguarding, bring these stories. And this is going to be on in cyberspace forever. Hopefully. Oh yeah. I love that. P- people, people, well, <laughs> but, you know, interweb. these are stories that your kids could look at, you know yeah. I mean? We, Yo, we, we forget Bar, about Actually, we can do the show in the metaverse. Yeah, the many we Yeah, we're 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 before. the things we could show. Yeah, yeah. But but I really appreciate you guys coming. Uh, you know, you guys are very lucky to work in Lavalette. It's one of the best beaches around. You're lucky. We're all lucky that we could lifeguard and and we had the physical uh, ability to do this stuff. And we all at this table have uh, saved at least one life. And I could tell you, if you don't do anything else in the rest of your life, that's that's an amazing thing. How many people could say they actually saved somebody's life? And I think that's such an important thing that we do. And I appreciate what you guys do. You um, you typify the goodness and and the best of the best in lifeguarding. And I really I'm really happy that you guys came here. Hopefully, you'll come the, back. Uh, before we go, yeah. should we read some of these comments? Yeah. Oh, we haven't been looking. Yeah, what's looks some like the these com- are your guys' friends? So what are oh, they saying? Oh, oh boy. Oh boy. Sean, you want to read them out? Yeah. You, you guys have a, a jetty wrench. Anything else up there? Uh, teach me senpai. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to know. <laughs> That's not like an inside joke. No, I think it's mm, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> I well, okay, so it's just weird. I was okay. left out of that one. <laughs> well, you know, I, I got I got to say because I, I worked in Seaside, but I also you know worked in Lavalette and I worked at State Park, so I I'm I'm very very lucky that I had the ability. To, you know, do, do, how many people could say that? So I've been blessed with your dad, you know, Jackie, uh, uh, you know, State Park with Chip Bruce. And, and, and it's just a we, we said this the other day. It's a family. You know, we, we 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 kid around with each other, but you could go anywhere in the world, go into a bar, go into a restaurant. That happened to us, actually. You might as well tell that story real quick. Yeah, yeah go ahead. Yeah, we I took hear a it. vacation yeah. every wow. year. A group of us go to a, a new country we aspire to. Last year, uh, kept it low key, went to Puerto Rico, uh, Rincon with uh, COVID. Oh, yeah. And we were at a bar and restaurant, and you know, she's like, oh, we're from New Jersey. We're like, oh, so are we. She goes, oh, yeah, what part? We're like, oh, we're from North Lavalette. She goes, oh, yeah, I'm not familiar. I'm from Brigantine. We're like, oh, we go down there for lifeguard tournaments. She said, you guys are lifeguards. Me and my husband, he's a lifeguard. I bartend. Ah. And they've, they've competed at Gaudi. So, you know, we went to Puerto Rico Bang. for vacation and saw a bartender there. who Got some uh, free drinks. <laughs> we've competed with. You know, it's pretty cool. Yeah, you, it's 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 instantaneous. You know, just everything is you, like they know you for years, like their yeah. family. International brother slash sisterhood. Yeah, part of. yeah. Uh, you got to keep your eye out. I got a buddy of mine who uh, runs the uh, beach patrol in British Virgin Islands. Uh, his name is Mark, and I'm trying to get him to uh, link in here to us because uh, he, you know, he's from England, so he's got the English. You know, he 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 worked there for many years, and the water's really cold there, and they lifeguard a certain way. And then, of course, the islands. You know, he he lifeguards. He's responsible for the whole island chain there so it's it's amazing and we're trying to get we got i got i got a couple people in uh brazil who i'm trying to get so uh, if you know anybody who wants to come on the show we could either they could call in or they could link in trying to want, go global we want to get go, some of those bondi guys yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we uh we tag bondi beach in every description <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i i love watching those though. i mean that that that's we show also great. claim to be america's number one lifeguard themed jersey shore podcast <laughs> yeah, I, give, yeah. I give it to you I give yeah, it to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not right. many other people doing this. <laughs> so, so listen. Let's let's sign off, Joey. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Pleasure and to be here. and uh, we, you guys are welcome to come back, Benny. It's great it's been night. A pleasure. Thank you again. Uh, so, follow 
uh lavalette beach patrol's instagram what is the what's your instagram LBP i think it's lavalette underscore bp okay if i'm not mistaken i'll take a look i think they'll have this on there too they'll post it yeah check that out uh we tagged you guys in a post before so, so oh thank you, you. so yeah so you're gonna do the uh, <laughs> intro for the outro so let's let these guys all right yeah so yeah. so anyone every remember, just guys remember just, Oh, yeah. Okay. So, Benny, you want to do the honors? Of so, course. we're signing off. Thank you all for having us. It was a great conversation. Hopefully, come back soon. And uh, as always, stay out, stay alive. Stay out, stay alive. Thank you, Joey. All right, guys. Listen, we're going we're gonna to play our theme music. You ready? We're going to try beautiful. this. We're still, we're still a little, what do you call it? Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Michael Katchmar. I'm Tyler. And I'm Sean. And this is Lifeguards Off Duty with Dr. Michael Katchmar, the Jersey Shore number one lifeguard theme video podcast. Watch us on YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook Live. Listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever streaming service you prefer. If you would like to contact us, send an email to drkatchmar at icloud.com. 